y'all ready for this? Welcome to Ogres and Organizing, your friendly leftist TV podcast where I stab at everything. I'm Megan, I'll be your host for this evening. I play Juni- Juniper Kwani, Junie to her friends, and nobody else. Uh, as always, we'd like to thank Arms Aloft for our theme song and A World to Win. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at Orgers, Ogres and Org Pod, um, and our Patreon link is in the bio, baby. Sweet. <laughs> I am Ross, the DM, he, him. Uh, we don't really have an order we're introducing ourselves in because we're not sitting around the same table. So, yeah, happy Corona. Uh, somebody else go. Love to explain how video chats work to audience that does not give a shit. I'm JD. I play Deuces Tuckum. I uh, use she, her, they, them pronouns. Um, yeah, let's fucking get it. <laughs> I'm Brandon. Uh, I and my character use he, him. Character's name is Mortimer Valdova or Hellboy. Cool. MKWM, I play Spruce Springstream, he, him, for the both of us. All right, I think that's everybody. Uh, So this is our first remote episode of the great quarantine of 2020. That we're releasing. Uh, That we're releasing, not counting the lost 420 episode that uh, did not get made, wouldn't you know it? Uh, (laughs) Not that. Uh, oh, it got made. It got played because I was funny, <laughs> um, and I don't. That <laughs> doesn't happen very often, so let's not okay. forget and about that. Same here, and I would like it to be um, put on the record that I was told several times my character was the most consistent I've ever been. So, for those of you waiting for consistency, please do see the episode that's impossible to see. <laughs> Brandon, everyone knows that you and Megan are the favorites, and it's rude as fuck. What? Stop bragging. This is not rude. <laughs> no. We've never been anyone's favorites in our Especially entire. our Except own. for Brandon's my favorite. I don't know. Aww. What? What'd you say? I said Brandon's Aww, my favorite. You're my favorite, too. Don't forget that on this uh, voice chat apparatus we're using, we can track who's talking the most. So I'm going to be very Guess who it's going to be? <laughs> yeah. Probably not me. We uh, first actually need to begin with Juniper Kwanin, who... <laughs> Juni, you are on the organized. statue of the Honorable Knight. It's a giant statue um, near the Talender of Kales, um, up the street from... Uh, Millstone Avenue, where the um, factory is. You are sitting on this statue in the midst of an unkindness of ravens. They are looking at you funny. Um, You just saw Maximilian walk back off in the direction of the factory, and the guards who were looking for you dispersed. Uh, The birds, one of the birds, caws at you. Um. Alright I like to just do a, Is there anyone around who's not Like I just want to do a perception See what I see Yeah okay roll it Um Unnatural 20 Great yeah Um. So there are like you know Three or four other people In the street right now Um they just saw, you know, guards looking for somebody, so they're kind of staying out of the way. Um, they don't seem especially interested in you. Are they human? Uh, they're various humanoids, yeah. Like, is if I trans, if I, if I, so if I go back, like, will these people be racist, is what I'm wondering. If they see you turn back into a drow, you'll have bigger problems. That's what I thought. All right. Not not because you're a drow, but because you're a bird that just turned into a person. 
what, like these bitches have never seen magic before? All right, I. <laughs> um, I need to find a spell shop. So I am gonna fly. I can fly now. I remember that. Um, I'm gonna fly and try to find the nearest shop that's away from the factory. Alright, I... Like a magic shop. I am looking around on the map for that now. So, it's actually a location from the other side episode that happened around here, um, which has been... It should be on the feed by now. Um, if you fly over Zastrow Street here, you will find the old Zoblob shop. Zoblob's Loblob? Um, Zastrow Street. It's down south of where you are. Okay. I remember that place. Um, okay, so I'm going to the shop. I'm going. Is I I want to find like I'm gonna find like an alleyway to like transform into my normal self. You do so. Alright, and then I'm gonna maybe pull my hood up and be su- less suspicious, but also suspicious. Don't be suspicious. And Don't be suspicious. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> uh, Jin is gonna not be suspicious uh, and go into this magic shop. Okay, um, one moment. Uh, you arrive in front of a uh, shop. The exterior is painted purple. Uh, there is a sign on the front of it um, in. The shape of Roll Arcana. Not 20, baby! Nice! So, the sign is in the shape, very clearly, of a beholder. Um, looks like a big eyeball with little tentacles coming off of it. And uh, eyeballs at the end of the tentacles. And you see, uh, it says Old Zoblob Shop. On the uh, in the middle where its face would be, uh, the windows cool. are tinted, and you can't see under them. We shouldn't be able to. But you can see behind them a glow, like of uh, you know lights. Um, well, what do I what do I know about beholders? Do I know anything? Yeah, with a nat twenty, uh, they are. Mm-hmm. Let me just uh, pull up the. Wiki, make sure I'm not going to tell you anything wrong about them. I'm not trying to make more enemies, you know what I mean? Yeah, it, beholders are large, uh, evil uh, aberrations from the Underdark. They are really intelligent. Um, they love to scheme. So I would be fami- like I would be very familiar with this then. Um, yeah, I feel like I don't know if you would have ever seen a beholder, but uh, if you knew anything about your family's dealings, um, you would uh, have heard about beholder doings. That is for sure. All right, I'm going in. All right, uh, you enter the shop. It is horribly messy. There are bookshelves that are stacked too deep with dusty books. Um, and there are tables out that are covered in more trinkets than you can make sense of. Um, sitting behind the counter is a what looks like a really short orc. But having grown up in the Underdark, you would know that they are a deep gnome. Ooh, fancy. Um, I don't know that I speak gnomish, but would they speak undercommon? Yes. Okay. 
Um, you also would note that they own a shop, a large shop in Waterdeep. They probably speak common, too. Oh, that's fair. But I want to speak friend and enter, so... That's awesome. Okay, so you come in speaking under <laughs> Um, and I'm gonna say well met. Well met. He responds in undercommon. I'm looking for a scroll. You're gonna be looking for a while. Hmm. I mean, you'll yeah, find I can plenty see. of scrolls, um, and you look around, and there are just scrolls, like, stuffed into pretty much any pile of anything. There are scrolls under things, scrolls on top of things. Uh, but if you want a specific scroll. I'm looking for a scroll of sending. Oh, um, and he reaches under the desk that he's sitting behind and puts it out on the counter. Yeah, I keep these, uh in the drawer uh, for business reasons I'll take how two how much two. how much how much you willing to pay for these these aren't part of the inventory um are you willing to barter Yeah, I'm willing to barter. Who do you think I am? I mean, I'm, you make a good point, buddy. I'm Zoblob. <laughs> what you got? Um, I got some gems. Show me. Uh, I'm gonna pull out uh, a ruby. And an emerald from my little pocket. And will he accept these? Alright, so you, uh, he says, for the diamond. He said ruby and a diamond, right? Uh, no, ruby and an emerald, but it could be a diamond. I got a lot. No. Um, for, never, never mind, then I'll just go with what you said, and we'll cut off this. Um, leave the emerald for the ruby. And he passes you the scrolls and holds out his hand and kind of those, like, gimme fingers. And I'm just gonna flick it, flip him into his hand with my thumb. Come back here, okay? And he pockets the ruby. Um, and then I I just I wanna ask him if there's a friendly <clears throat> so I'm gonna be like, um I I I would love to do business with you uh in the future. Mm-hmm. I'm I've been caught up in a little scruffle and I'm trying to look for a safe place away from a certain corporation, if you know what I mean. Oh, dear. Um, mm, oh, um, well. And he, he, he's... You know where I might find... He's hopped off his stool, and he's, like, <clears throat> pacing now. Um. That's concerning. Zoblob is pacing back and forth. Mm-hmm. And he finally looks up and says... I could get in a lot of trouble for telling you this uh, with certain people. Um, have you heard of the Workers Guild? I may have heard an inkling. Um, I don't know what you've done. I don't know why you need to hide. But if I needed to hide someone, um, they're who... I would go to. There are... Yeah, there are other people you could talk to. Um, They're the only ones I can point you to. 
She's on a fucking thieves guild. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, we need to hide somebody. Talk to the fucking IWW. What? <laughs> that seems crazy. I- I'm not criticizing your story, but that's sad. That's like that seems like there should be other options. Isn't this? Um, if you need to know, here's the thing. Okay. Yeah, isn't this like a feudal world? Um, this makes sense. I literally replaced the wa- normal Waterdeep Thieves Guild with the Workers Guild. Okay, then. <laughs> there were too many factions fighting against each other, and they actually slipped in pretty well there. So, um, so I trust this guy, so I'm going to be like, where would I find this Workers Guild? Hello. Yeah. <laughs> I trust this guy I just met. I don't even trust my own team, but <laughs> here's the thing. I like I know like I he's from he's like me. He's an ex expat. The vibes you know? were good. <laughs> the vibes I did not get stabby vibes. Vibe check, he passed. <laughs> he uh, he gives you directions to the Waterdeep Workers Guild. Dope. Tells you like what streets to turn down right there. Alright. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna tip him another I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna tip him a silver piece. Okay, two things. What? Don't tell them I sent you. But oh, sorry, we're in character. <laughs> tell your friends Zoblob gave you a deal. <laughs> I'm gonna salute him. Mm-hmm. You never met me except that I gave you a good deal on some scrolls. Okay. I don't even know your name. Isn't this guy That's a right, business not owner? Zoblob. Mm-hmm. This guy what? Is this guy a business owner? Yes. I got his back, okay? Solidarity with this small business owner. <laughs> yeah, but how does he treat he his workers? He doesn't have any employees, so I'm not really worried yeah. about it. I was going to say, I didn't want to get too much into the details, but he is a the owner and only employee of this store that's been like yeah because the other employees don't work for wages <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna head to the workers guild mm-hmm. um right. yeah arrive. maybe we should move to someone who's not me oh wait oh, we're continuing with me okay no actually I mostly just needed to get to where you either go back to the factory or don't. So. Oh, you know what? But before I do that, like uh, before I go, I want to send use this uh, scroll of sending to send a little message to my peeps on the cloud castle. Not to Morty. No, I, for all I know, he's dead. Like I'm okay. gonna be real with you. <laughs> like I, I, like I assume that like if if I went to go meet someone. And then I got ambushed. He gave you two scrolls. Yeah, I know. So are, why don't you? What if I have to talk to them again? Are you messaging Deuces or Spruce? They're not together anymore, are they? You don't know. No, but you don't know that. I'm gonna message Spruce because I know Spruce could tell you whatever you I tell him. <laughs> okay, Spruce is currently. Uh, flying through the air on a vulture on the way back to uh, the place that I guess we never left, Golden Fields. Uh, when he gets a sending from Junie. What do you say? What do I say? Alright, I'm gonna say I'm not even gonna use the whole 26 because Wow, minimalist. Uh <laughs> Minimalism, baby. Uh, need help now. Cadabra Corp has Morty. Meet me at the Workers Guild in Waterdeep. And then at ASAP at the end. Okay. Maybe I'll start with an SOS. <laughs> and then so uh, the Spruce responds. So it's clear. Yeah. Spruce is going to say, K. You shit. <laughs> oh, what a piece of shit. I love it. I mean, that, what else? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Affirmative. I mean, I got it. Like I, like, I trust him. I know what's up. 
I'm headed to the workers' guild. What's Can't up? text All and right. drive. Moving on. Can't text and huh? drive. Okay. <laughs> I love it. Uh, Brandon. I'm here. It is I. Uh, you, uh, so what are you up to right about now? Half an hour ago, uh, Junie left for her interview, and then you had a call with uh, Spruce and told him all the haps. Now what are you doing? Well. How are you keeping busy here? I'm sharpening that blade that I hid. (laughs) Okay. I am getting a little anxious, to be honest. Wondering what's going to happen. Thinking about Junie. Um, I think I'm just sort of like plotting out based on what I gathered from the wife guys and other employees. Who I think could be turned like really fast to help us if a, like mm-hmm. a riot breaks out or if something crazy happens. And sort of studying their files on, like, what other information I would need to know about them to, like, seriously talk with them about joining the Workers Guild, taking down Cadet Okay, Park. so whose file, whose file are you looking at here? How about right? Uh, I'll recall, uh, so you talked last episode with a Baronon and Fenwick. Um, you know Joey without a Y. Is he the um, comedian? From... No, a Fenwick is the improv okay. guy. Um, Joey, without a Y, is the guy who worked for you in the past. Um, oh, that's right. And the only other employee you've had any kind of a conversation with, you, you haven't had a conversation with, but whose name you know at this point, um, is uh, there was a Lily Morningfall who had some red marks in her file uh Maximilian had handwritten a note saying, uh, Morty, rein her in. Uh, she's a member of the Workers Guild. Oh, that's right. Okay. So, yeah, I want to look through her file. What do I find there? Um, so, you find that she has, uh, it's only on a couple of occasions, but she has been talking to other employees about the hours they've been working bringing up that, you know, it's not really right for them to, say, be working 10 to 12 hour days and marking them down as 8 and things like that. Uh, And she's, uh, you know, Maximilian has made note of this, has uh, warned her, and nevertheless she persisted uh, in talking, you know, just starting these, like, huh, does that seem right to you? Conversations. Now, do I see in her file, does she have a nevertheless she persisted tattoo? I just need to know that for <laughs> um, reasons. No, she does not. Okay, good. Uh, does she have a, a, a hex code tattoo on her wrist? Uh, there isn't a picture. There aren't pictures in this. Because there aren't cameras. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, there aren't cameras in this world? Um, no. <laughs> God damn it. Okay. Um, well, so people are still working on the floor, right? Because I was, like, just talking with those mm-hmm. folks, and they work really late hours till like, 10. So I think what I want to do is... And it's not even that late. It's, like... It's, like, uh, 7 or something. I'm pretty sure... No, I'm pretty sure it's, like, noon. Wait, what? No. Yeah, it was, it was evening. Really... Oh. Cornelius went to meet Junie in the evening. Yeah. That's right. Okay, so it's... Because I, I remembered at the beginning of the last episode, uh, you were talking about, oh, you want to meet at a bar at 10 a.m.? Uh, no, yeah, it's early. Evening. Okay. Uh, yeah, so I think what I want to do is, I'm, as I'm looking through her file and seeing this stuff, I look out on the floor and spot where she is. So where is she on the floor? Yeah, so the file says that she is a uh, you know, half-elf woman, and she appears. To, there appears to only be one person who meets that description uh, in the back row of tables. Okay. 
So um, there is, uh, as you're look, you're, you say you're currently like in your room looking through these files. Yeah, and I'm and I have like a window and stuff, right? If I remember yeah. right. No, not in the. Uh, you have a window, but you can't really like. It, it only goes out to the street. You have a window out to the street. Okay. Um, no, no, that's. I'm sorry, I'm getting it all. I thought there was a window that looked down into the factory. Yeah. It no, there is a. Wi- it looks out, but not very far into the factory. Okay. Um, and uh, you have to walk out a little ways to the walkway to see much of anything. Okay. But you... Okay, oh, I see the problem here. Um, so yeah, you are currently out on the walkway, then. Okay. Because you were looking for someone who matched that description. Yep, that's fine. Um, so I'm, I'm looking for her, so I think... And uh, you hear uh, footfalls coming up the stairs. Wait. And, oh, uh, I do? Yes. Okay. And uh, you turn, and you do, in fact, see Maximilian coming up behind you. He's alone. Okay. And he says, and he's bleeding like a stuck pig, I hope. Is he? Is he? Is he? Is he? Um, he is wearing a tourniquet around his midsection. You can kind of see it poking out under his collar. Oh. And there's a tear. He's wearing a different shirt than he was before. Okay. So I say, Maximilian. So you know what happened. Maximilian, are you... Oh, that was an in... that was an interesting interview. Uh, one of the most interesting it's ever been my pleasure to conduct. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry to say we will not be hiring Ms. Boohorn. Oh, no. What was so interesting yes. about it? Um, it turns out, uh, you, you told me, uh, when you introduced her that she was not a member of the Workers Guild. Uh, maybe, uh, at some point since you last spoke to her, she joined, or else, uh, you forgot where you met her. Uh, regardless, she was in fact a member of said guild, and, uh, won't be able to hire her, I'm afraid. Um, she is. Would you actually have a word with me in your quarters? I don't want the workers to uh, overhear some important company business. Absolutely. Let's make our way there. All right. He uh, goes. It's just you know about six feet away. So he goes and opens your door for you. He says, "After you." So I walk in and I do want to say because I'm holding a file. So I want to say, "Oh, speaking of these." Roll insight. Oh, I'm looking for dice, but I don't have any. <laughs> Sorry. Fifteen. Okay, so... It's a little bit hard to read his face, because it is, you know, a crow face and not a people face. Um, but uh, from his body language, he seems to be a little bit high-strung right now, <laughs> and he's trying to cover it. Okay. But he's uh, he's a, he's a little rattled. He's got something going on. Okay. So I want to say as we're going in, because I have this file in my hand and there's some files out, I want to be like, mm-hmm. oh, these. I'm so sorry. To, that Betsy, no, Shetsy, <laughs> turned Workers Guild. I could have never imagined her switching to that team. And speaking of, these people are just, they're the scum of... Yeah, truthfully, she didn't seem like the type to me. Um, so I'm surprised. Listen. What does that mean? Um, uh, he... He hears a voice. ...reaches... He reaches into his pack and pulls out a scroll. And he says, um, since we're not going to be able to hire uh, an assistant site manager uh, for a while, uh, with, with this hiring falling through, we're going to need to review our options. Uh, the hiring process will be extended. Um in the meantime, I'm going to need some assurances from you. 
Yeah, assurances. I was just looking through these files, seeing uh, who else I could rein in. I see you have this Lily that you gave to me. Is that her name? Yes. Good. We're on the same page. Uh, and he unrolls the scroll. I uh, just need, um, as an extra precaution here, in addition to the contract you've already signed, uh, this is just a contract stating that you will put the needs of Kadabra ahead of the needs of the Workers' Guild. Oh. Uh, That should be covered by some of the provisions of your ordinary contract. We just really need this in writing. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I mean, the needs of Cadabracorp are my number one. Um, Good. I'm amazed you even need that in writing. Well, you know how the legal department is. I'm not familiar. Probably for the best. So anyway, I take the paper and out of his hand and skim it. Do I see anything that stands out? <laughs> you do. Oh no, what's it say? Read us contract. <laughs> Bring in the legal team. So it uh, basically says uh, yeah, you will put like you said, it says you know that you will put the needs of the Cadaver Corp above the Workers Guild uh, in all uh, you know foreseeable domains, uh, and uh, that what this means uh, is subject to interpretation by Maximilian Corvidus Escaro the uh, Third under and with the authority of Beth Jezos, um, but that it includes uh, more explicitly that uh, you may not organize Workers' Guild members against Cadaver Corp in any way, uh, that you may not um, have uh, contact with uh, workers guild members regarding uh, perceived violations by Cadabra Corp uh, that you may not um, commit this one seems odd to you you may not commit violence against any member of Cadabra Corp uh, or forfeit your soul it says that. Or forfeit your soul. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So, okay, that, that definitely ruins my plan. Uh, <laughs> I was thinking that... No, never mind. Okay, so... Okay, can I tell, like, how badly he's hurt? Um, that... The, uh, why don't you give me another insight specifically about okay. that? How much damage did I deal him? Um, not more than like 1d4 plus your damage modifier. So this one's a 17. Like, how... Like, do I get the sense from this insight that if I were to act in a rash way... His body language is threatening. His body language is you can tell that. threatening. But can I tell how hurt he is? Yeah. He does not appear to be especially hurt. Um, he's He was bleeding earlier, you can tell that. Um, but it doesn't seem... You know, he isn't, like, wheezing at all. He isn't, like, holding the wound. Um, okay. So, okay, then in that case, I want to say... So what's this business about forfeiting my soul? No, selling my soul? Forfeit. Forfeiting, um, okay. 
Yes, we take loyalty very seriously here. I had hoped I would not need to uh, invoke the uh, big guns, so to speak. Um, but after my conversation with uh, Ms. Buhorn, I need confidence in you, Mortimer. You need confidence oh man well i think that my only concern with this contract is see i completely agree with it and um while i have been tempted to then sign it my soul a few times i my one problem here is not being able to organize the workers guild that's their whole thing you know they're always on about like organizing the workers blah 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 so my thought it's terrible. It is terrible. It's the fucking scourge of the earth, you know? They'll be they'll be the end of us or we'll be the end of them, you know, one way or the other. So here's my thing. I'm reading through these files and I'm thinking, if I appear to be organizing them, but I organize them for Cadabra Corp, that might be our way out. I don't think there's any other way to appeal to these people. Appearances and reality are, uh, as you know, different things. What do you mean? I want you to tell me this. I can amend the contract if necessary. Well, lay it out. So, what? I'll give you an example. What I want to do is get out there on the floor right now. This is what I was doing before you got here. I want to have a conversation with this Lily. I want to. I want to trick her into thinking. You know, that she's organizing. She's doing some greater good. She's helping her co-workers. But all the while, she's actually organizing to make the workers more productive for Cadabra Corp. But now, if I'm forbidden from organizing, I don't know if I'm going to be able to do that. I don't know. I Like, in good conscience, I'm a rule follower, so I just don't know if I'm going to be able to show up here every day and do my job really well. Maximilian locks the door. <laughs> from the inside. <laughs> Wait. And he says... Like, with his hands or with his mind? I'm scared. With his hands. <laughs> okay. You, he, like, does it conspicuously. Like, slowly reaches over. Okay. Lat- latches it. Um, this document, Mortimer Valdova, is... Not an idle agreement, or one to be made lightly. It is enforceable in the highest and lowest courts. Right, and that's exactly why I want to follow the rules on there, so that's why I'm a little worried about this and language. And if you... If you break the letter or spirit of it, will be required to give an account of your doings to uh, those you cannot lie to. Sorry, you didn't say that. To those to whom you cannot lie. What? I don't know. I mean... Let's be real. Mortimer Valdova. Here's something uh, they might ask you in uh, Sune school. Do you know where you're going to go when you die? <laughs> I, I love the shift from Sunday school to Sune school. I really appreciate that. That's the name of this episode. <laughs> Here's something they don't teach you in Sune school. Um... <laughs> God, I don't even know where I'm going to go tomorrow, you know? I'm, I'm busy working. I'm busy trying to get more labor out of these workers. Okay, well, I can tell you something that I have special knowledge of, okay? okay. It is very probable that 
when you, Mortimer Valdova, die, you will go to hell. I'm just being honest. I've spoken to you at length. I interviewed you for this position. I know a lot about you. So, the provision in the contract that if it is broken, your soul is forfeit, is very literal. But it probably doesn't matter. Because you're probably going to go to hell anyway. So will you please sign this damn piece of paper? Ah, what the hell. I love warm weather. And so I sign it. Do you sign it with your real name? I think I just kind of scribble this time. I don't do Daffy Duck. I do, uh... I do, like, a misspelled Mortimer Veldova. Like, Mortimer... With an O instead of an E at the end. Valdova with a E instead of an A. So he uh, he looks at it this time uh, at before putting it away. He says, "Thank you, Daffy," and rolls it back up and he leaves. <laughs> That's rude. That's rude. Uh, so I'm thinking a lot about hell now. Yeah. Okay, so I watch where he goes. Where does he go to? He goes, um... He leaves your room and goes back down the stairs. And then, uh... Do you, like, follow him? Like, get up and follow him? I just want to go back out to where I was standing and kind of watch where he goes. Yeah. So, yeah, you go back out to the walkway, and you can see he's uh, up below where the walkway is. Um, and he goes into a room that you know to be his office. Okay. Cool. Um, so, do you want to do something else with me while you have me, or switch? Because uh. I kind of know what I want to do next, but if... Okay. But if you have something that you're like, no, there's some other stuff that's going to happen before that. No. um, That was... uh, Go ahead and do what you want to do. Okay. Okay, so I'm standing there. I know... I'm standing up on the over... Overlook. I know that Mm -hmm. my enemy, who may one day have my soul is in his office. So I want to make my way down to Lily. What's her name? Lily Feather or something? Uh, Morningfall. Lily Morningfall. I want to make my way over to her and uh, say, you're Lily, right? I'm Lily. What are you working on today, Lily? Same shit as every day. Putting things in boxes. Putting them in a pile. Yeah, you gotta love that pile in boxes, life. Do you love it? Do you love the pile in boxes, life? Yes. I love it. So much. <laughs> so, Morty gets some bad vibes from that. So. Quite the attitude you got there. Well, Maximilian told me to be positive about my work, and I love two things uh, doing my work and obeying Maximilian. So, here I am, loving it. Nice. Yeah, you don't think positivity can ever be toxic, do you? No, never. Well, um, you know, say, how would you like a break? Is this a trick? I don't think so. Why are you giving me a break? Well, you know. When you know that I love to work. That's so true. But, uh, do you want me to 
cuss you out here on the floor or up in my office? Here on the floor is good. I don't think you want me to embarrass you like that, so why don't you come to the office with me? And I start walking towards the office. I didn't. She doesn't follow. She doesn't? So then I turn around and I make a big show of being like, get the fuck up to my office. We're about to have a review of your work. She, uh, roll insight. God, I keep reaching for dice. You're rolling a lot of insight this this time. Ooh, I only got a ten. <laughs> Brandon, look at our faces. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, did Morty go bad? <laughs> Step into my office, baby. Yeah, that's. I've literally. I've had Bell and Sebastian step into my office, baby, stuck in my head since you opened your thumb. But, I mean, honestly, her, her saying, no, I'd rather you curse me out on the floor. Holy shit. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm swooning over this fictional character. I got chills. Like, yeah, I was like, oh, dang, I didn't see that coming. <laughs> uh, what? I thought you liked me. <laughs> Maybe. Oh, oh, oh. What? What's your insight? Uh, only ten. This is not great. You only need a ten to see that she is actually scared by what you just said. Okay. Yeah. So I want to like. Wait a straight. I want to try to like make eye contact with her. Mm-hmm. And essentially, God, do I have anything? Actually, one second. I want to see if I have something that's like that can like call. Why don't you flash her that dagger that you stole so she knows that your partner's in crime? Yeah, just show this woman you just yeah. threatened the short weapon. weapon. <laughs> I don't think that's a good idea to expose my dagger on the factory oh, floor. Oh, do you think? Yeah, you never think expose your dagger on the factory floor. This is like a metaphor, right? <laughs> Yes, but also no. I forgot I gave you a dagger and I regret it. Oh, you Wait, didn't. What? I forgot we started a podcast and I regret it. <laughs> uh, Brennan, what are you doing Wait, here? You How are you going to redeem this very creepy situation? Yeah, I, I, it, it I, took effort to make this creepy. I wasn't trying to be <laughs> yeah, creepy and it in was that both way. Of you. I was trying to be creepy in a bad boss way, but then because the yeah, world is what it is. That, this is another kind of bad boss. You told her, follow me to my office or else. Like yeah. Mission accomplished. Um. Okay. Yeah, shitty boss, the best organizer we could possibly ask for. <laughs> uh huh. I think I think you fulfilled your contract to uh, not organize the workers. <laughs> okay, I'm trying to see if I have something that I can like communicate with her to like, like, like message or something. I don't have message. I right. I have divine sense. I've turned the faithless. <laughs> You have nothing. Uh, you have nothing. <laughs> I have unarmed strike. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, yeah, I really don't have anything. To... That, that would be a me move to just slap a person for no reason. <laughs> um, I do it with every character in every campaign. Uh-huh. OSHA did some of that already. Yeah. It was not um, OSHA compliant. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Why am I friends with you? With me specifically or with all of us? I was not particular about who I said that to. (laughs) Okay, basically, I'm going to have to rely on my my charisma alone. uh, (laughs) God help you. (laughs) May Sune bless my endeavor. So, basically, as I look at her and realize that she's scared... I do... Wait, so here's an actual question about the dagger. If I did mm-hmm. show her my dagger... Off the table. No, would it? Would she know that it was stolen? No, she'd take it as a threat. Okay. Of violence. <laughs> well, I'm thinking, like... <laughs> <laughs> I, no, no, I, 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 as a boss, 
I think I was asking because I, w- I thought if she's working on the floor and she knows what like all these weapons look like, she might be like, oh, he's like. Oh, he's can I, down. Can I just explain why this is a bad idea? <laughs> no. Imagine I, you're. Imagine you you're at a flea to. farm. No, I get it. You're I at a flea farm. <laughs> And then you show somebody who works at that flea farm the gun on your hip, and you point at it, kind of like, hey, check it out. Their first thought isn't going to be like, oh, you stole that because you're a cool dude. (laughs) Their first thought is going to be like, oh, my God, this person wants to shoot me with their gun. Okay. I want to go up. I think what I have to do then is walk towards her table. Slowly, and mm-hmm. I want to just be close enough that I can say without anybody else hearing it. <laughs> um, choose your words very carefully. Hey, oh, hi. Sniffs her hair. I want to say kind of through my teeth. So I basically want to look at her so that if anybody's like watching us, they can't tell what I'm saying, but they can tell I'm just giving her like what looks to be a stern look from the side. But I want to say through like my gritted teeth, I'm with the guild. You see her relax a little bit. Okay, and then... Not all the way, but no. it. she had a long way to go. <laughs> okay. So... And roll stealth on that. Okay. Uh, whisper. Fourteen. Fourteen. Um. Yeah. Okay. So it does, seems like only she heard you. Okay. Um. And she <coughs> follows you. Okay. Sweet. So. When we get to the office, I... Gross. <laughs> I... Um, on the, your way out of the room, you see uh, Maximilian looking at you from the window of his office. Okay. So I want... So that's the... I want to give him, like, a, a nod, like, you know what's happening. Like, I'm, like, gonna switch her to our side kind of thing. Mm-hmm. All right. He's, uh... He doesn't give you. He doesn't give you any uh, any reaction that you can tell. Okay. So, um, right when we get to the office, I shut the door, and immediately mm-hmm. I say, "Please just listen to me. We only have a couple minutes before Maximilian gets really suspicious." Um. I'm with the Workers Guild. I know that you're with them too. I've been. I'm undercover. I'm supposed to turn you towards Cadabracourt, but I want to organize this warehouse and take this motherfucker down. Well, that was blunt. And then I say, and I'm sorry for frightening you back there. She says, okay, listen, I don't have any way of knowing that this isn't just some elaborate trick by Kadabra. But I overheard your conversation with Baranon, and I'm going out on a limb here. I'm in. Let's do it. So I do want to ask her and say, like, I I do hate to ask this, but the lack of evidence for trust goes both ways. Because I was given these files on all of you by my superior, and I don't know if he's testing me, since he keeps throwing contracts at me. So what can you tell me about the Workers Guild here that might let me know that you are who... I think you are, who I want to believe you are. We've got our hands tied. I don't know uh, if you're very aware of the situation. Uh, They didn't 
send you? The Workers Guild? Yeah. Not exactly. <laughs> I may have come here for personal reasons, but I got caught up in this place because of the memories that this warehouse has for me, and I, uh, I saw Maximilian in a dream just like I assumed that you did. I, uh, didn't, actually. Um, you think it was Maximilian? In the dream? Yeah. Yeah, why do you ask? Because, uh, nobody knows who he is. The person they spoke to in the dream. You have reason to believe it was Maximilian. Wait, so off the record, I do, right? He literally just told you, I know you very well, Mortimer. I interviewed you. Oh, okay, yeah. I was like, I thought that I have, like, all the reason in the world, but I started thinking, no. Because yeah. didn't he go by a different name in the dream? Um, you. there were two people in the dream. Um, there was oh. a woman who was supposedly behind the partition, but when you looked, there was nobody there. It was just a disembodied voice. And there was a really strange, like, cartoonishly handsome in kind of an ugly way guy named Rod Golden. Okay. He was like a game show host. Okay. So, back in character, I say to her, yeah, I I know that it was him. And I think that... That's so fucking creepy. Yeah. I think they have ways of getting in all of our heads. So we have to figure out how to work in very discreet ways here. But I have backup that's hopefully coming, but I don't know where my friend is, uh, who I was trying to get in here. He had an interview with her earlier today, and he came back looking wounded, and uh, if I know my friend, she probably stabbed him. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, Okay, here's the deal. Um, when my shift ends tonight, um, which should be in a couple hours, I'm going to go back to the guild headquarters. Um, what's your name? My friends call me Hellboy. I'll tell them there's a Hellboy here, and uh, maybe they'll be uh, able to get in touch with somebody for you. Okay. So, do you know of anybody else that I should talk to here? <sighs> Let me think. Have you met Pumpkinhead? Pumpkinhead? Oh, you're talking about in the... You're talking about in the, um... Factory. In the right? factory, yeah. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, sorry, okay, just a second. I thought you were talking about the guild. Um... One moment. Um, she said... Just need to look at my NPC lists here. Yeah, I've been um, talking with... Uh, been talking with Fenwick some. I don't know how serious he is uh, about anything, but he uh, is definitely not okay with the working conditions here. Um, I think he could be won over. Um, been talking a lot with uh, Jacqueline. I don't know if you've met her. Uh, Jacqueline Sparrowhawk? No, I haven't. I guess she doesn't. Uh, she works uh, the night shift, so... Uh, you wouldn't see her, I guess, uh, if you go to sleep at a normal hour. Uh, but uh, our shifts overlap a bit sometimes, and she is uh, this close to joining the guild. Uh, I would talk with her if you could. Um, so... And uh, you've already met Baronon, who I think would do just about anything for you at this point. Okay. 
so in between her saying all this stuff, I do want to, like, kind of make a show of, like, I'll, like, yell something sort of towards the wall so it sounds like I'm, like, berating her for, like, being a complete... Can you give me a little bit of that for fa- for flavor? Yeah. Or- so one of the things will be, like, um, you know, we've given you everything. You're just a complainer. Mm-hmm. Um, your negative attitude is bringing down the floor. You know, stuff like that. So it will be so stuff that I'm when- hoping that... It sounds like I'm just like berating her, basically. When when you do this, you see some a lot of her like stiffness start to go away, and she is trying not to laugh. Okay, <laughs> cool. Um, so you said that you didn't come here because of a dream. Then how did you start working here? Oh well, we've uh, already. Uh, <clears throat> We've already, uh, I'm already in too deep. I'll just tell you, I'm trying to solve the place. You're trying to what? Salt it. Salt it? Are you sure you're with the guild? (laughs) Oh, no. What a bird. Oh, no, is this like an organizing term? (laughs) Yes. Uh, The audience will know how little I actually know about organizing. It's, It's literally what Spruce wants to do here. It's uh, going to work at a place with the intention of organizing it. Oh, okay. Wait, what does it mean? Or what What does it stand for? Is it like a... <laughs> no, it doesn't... I think it's... it's... It, I think it comes from, like, putting salt in, like, a dish. Okay. Nice. Okay. Cool. So, how did you get... Kyle, do you have, like, any... <laughs> clarifications there yeah. about... What salting is? Give us, give us your salty take. Give us your salty treats. What? What are you asking me? Like what a salt is? What? It's literally oh, I... what we already said. Like you get a job with the purpose of of organizing, organizing it. Yeah. It. I mean, I don't want to be a nerd about it. You can get fired for it in the United States. Because it doesn't count as protected concerted activity. Cool. Like if you're proved to have been salting, but. Okay. So, I want to ask her how she was able to get past the hiring. How was she able to get hired without being found out? They're a little desperate. Um. Um, here's what you should know about Waterdeep it's already a very organized city in a way that makes it hard for us to do our work pretty much any skilled laborers already have a guild which means people who aren't a part of any of those guilds get driven to your cadabras okay Cadabra will take just about anyone right now. Okay. Including me. Have you noticed I haven't been fired yet? I did. Quick, yell something. (laughs) You think we can't just let you go tonight? We don't need you. Well, fine. I'll go. And she storms out of your office. So, that's all I wanted to do. Yep, I think that's a good stopping point. Okay. All right. Um, Megan, you want to hit us with that outro? This has been Orgerson Organizing. Sorry. We love you. Bye. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Wow. Sorry. Wow. <laughs> That's that's the appropriate. <laughs> yeah. Felt right in the moment. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
What'd I tell you about carrots and stuff?